It's nothing greasy related. His mason jars usually have like a little sipper on top, which is always kind of funny. It's like somehow he's redneck enough to turn a mason jar into a sippy cup or something. to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry, and it's National Bourbon Day, and I'm sitting across the table from none other than Dixon Dedman. Oh, happy National Bourbon Day. Happy National Bourbon Day, my friend. How have you been? I've been terrific. Good. Terrific. You're busy today. Yeah, I, yeah, (laughs) things are just busy, but I mean, it's good. Like, busy's good, and, and... I mean, between... Between Kentucky Owl, between the 100-year anniversary of the, the inn, I mean, yeah, you've got a lot to... Got a lot to deal with right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, there's a lot going on, and 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 it it never fails that like times when um, you know when we when when I've got something big going on at the end, it like coincides with the big stuff we're doing with Kentucky Owl. You know, it, it, I can't ever seem to stagger them. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we're kind of doing some market visits around this most recent release of of this confiscated product, yeah. and and then um, that just kind of happens to be when i got a lot of stuff going on here at the end yeah. so it's like running out running back and, and yeah because we've been trying to schedule this for it feels like two months now. i know i know i feel <laughs> I, I think knock on i'm not, I, uh, I shouldn't even say it but like I, i'm i'm fairly confident that i'm home for a while good um yeah because you're but as you're, soon as i say that you're gonna get another call and go back <laughs> right, out to la right. and no I'm i'm okay with with I did LA. I spent some time there. I'm 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 okay with with that. Do you like the business? Because I mean, you're very busy. Like, do you like staying busy, or do you like? I do. I, I love staying busy. I mean, yeah. I you know, there's. I love to stay busy. I love I love doing or participating in all the things that we're participating in, both yeah. you know on this side and that side, and um, and then you know I I have. I've been very blessed with with uh, you know a, a a great family too. You know, my I have three young kids, and and so um, that you know trying to find that right balance because I I, I there's that that's probably the only thing I enjoy more is sure. is, is being you know being home, being a dad, yeah, being you know, that kind of thing. So for sure. Well, we normally kick off the show with Flying Blind, where I blind the guest on something, uh, which we did before. Part. Right. <laughs> um, last time I gave you a blend that I made. This is not a blend that I made. This is old. It is. I can confirm. This is two weeks in a row, I think, on the show that we've had this, and I wanted you. I definitely wanted you to try this. I knew I should have listened to last week's episode. <laughs> <coughs> hmm. I think it's old. Yeah. I will say, I, and I said this last week too, it's one of the cleaner Dusties I've ever had. Yeah. It, it doesn't taste as dusty as it smells. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, but the nose is just straight up like that dusty funk. But man, I, I really enjoy this pour. Yeah, that ha- that hangs really well. I mean, it just, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it just kind of coats and, and hangs. 
And I don't know. You I, don't I have to guess. I thought that it was. I thought it was old rye initially. Mm. But it, it's a 1980 Turkey 101. Okay. Eight year from a decanter. And even though it came from a decanter, I mean, look, it's not. Mm-mm. It's not cloudy at all. And I mean, I just got a a 79 beam decanter, too, that was really cloudy. And I mean, you know, a year apart, how much of their, their uh, I mean, of course, it's different companies, but, yeah. you know, how much of their, their practice changed in 12 months? These are so funny, though, because, like, the nose is old turkey, the taste is cleaner and a little less funky yeah. than a lot of old turkey. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and, like... It's funny, too, because I feel like we've had dusty turkeys from more recent times, 89, 90, you know, mid-90s, that have tasted a lot uh, funkier than this I got does. a really cool turkey decanter the other day, um, the one that's like an actual turkey, mm-hmm. and was really excited about opening it up. Yeah. And um, after opening it, and and pouring a little bit of it and smelling it, <laughs> um, I came to find out that it, for an extended amount of time, had been stored near quite a few mothballs. Oh because, no! Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty gross. <laughs> so it's a great display I, piece. I thought maybe you were gonna say that it just like it clearly had like lead influence on it or something, but like that's that's straight mothballs. So much worse. It was was, was disgusting. Was there any smell worse than this? Well, I mean, there might be. You want to taste it? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It is so gross. You want to taste it? I had I had a split second where I was like, you know what? Maybe I do want to taste it. Now I don't think you do. I don't think so. You change your mind. (laughs) It's good. It ain't going anywhere. I can tell you that. It's uh, yeah. If you ever decide to decant that, and uh, <laughs> we're not gonna you know, a year from now, you come back and change your mind. It'll that's still a, be here. That's a real good like party trick for people too. Oh, it's it's foul. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew. I mean, did you know before you even like poured it in the glass, Mm-mm. or no? Well, that's unfortunate. You smell it. Smell it. <laughs> Pretty clear. <laughs> well, anyway, that was uh, that was flying blind. This is a good pour. It was a great pour. Um, what have you been drinking recently, Dixon? Other than nasty turkey. Well, yeah, that that was that happened once, and it was very brief. <laughs> and um, <laughs> let's see, I just got back from L.A. where yes, we watched people because in typical, I don't know. It's just this is not answering your question. I will answer your question, but you might find this interesting. It's, it's just really funny to travel to different markets. Um, and you can kind of, you know, like different markets do bourbon, do whiskey differently. Absolutely. And, and it's just, it's really, it's, it, 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 you know, um, we went to a bar, uh, on, I can't remember what night it was, but they, so they made this, this Manhattan, um, with confiscated. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, with, uh, house made, uh, you know, some house made bitters, a certain, um, barrel aged vermouth, and then a, a deconstructed cherry at the bottom. So this cherry somehow like was, 
I, I don't know. It was like when, when you bit into it, it 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 was it just exploded. Yeah, and that's um, bizarre. But they, you know, they kind of served it on, and you know, in typical LA fashion, like on top, it came out on top of all this dry <laughs> ice, you know, and so and it, like, they had it, you know, and so there's like, and it's just it's just really funny because like. <laughs> You go to other markets that, you know, and, and I'm not saying one is bad or good well, or, sure. or whatever, yeah. but, you know, you go to other markets and they, you know, like Chicago, just it's just like they bring out the these little five-ounce juice glasses, set them down, slam them down. It's like, let's pour some whiskey. You know, yeah. it's just it, it, it's just very <laughs> different. So, um, I, so we, we tried a lot of, a lot of really amazing um, mixologist creations over the last few yeah. days. Um and really and cool. and watching them, you know, do the stuff they do, you know, yeah. the um you know, the, the smoked old fashions and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it, it is it is super cool. So that was uh that was a lot of what I drank early in the evening and by the end of the evening we're just, you know, it's like <laughs> grab a tumbler confiscated in the glass yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Um I've what have I been drinking lately? I, my good friend, your good friend, our good friend, Jamie Ferris was up here. Yeah. We picked some barrels a couple of weeks ago and he delivered several, um, we, we, on our birthday, we picked some barrels. So he brought me several of his newer store picks. So they're open at, at, at home now. And that's great, man. Um, well, I always forget that you guys have the same birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I for, forgot about it about halfway through our birthday this year. <laughs> so it's it's kind of how we celebrate. So one of our listeners, Monica, um, I think she might have tagged you in it on Instagram, um, but she found a Four Roses pick that I think you and Jamie did together. Um, I can't remember if she found it in Indiana hmm. or if she found it actually at um, at Lincoln Road. at Lincoln Road. I'll have to ask her about it, but she says it's fabulous. Well, and I'm sorry I don't have more information. Yeah, for you, no, but. I well, I mean, <laughs> clearly, if it was Jamie and I, it has to be fabulous. Right now. I, it's fun. I mean, we've done some, um, we've done some great picks, and and yeah. and those the, those things. That, I mean, it's, it's always it's always um, a great experience, and 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 those picks are are different um, depending on you know I've been on just as many where everybody's so focused on which recipe right what you know what rick house what you know the the yeah. numbers the specs and all that kind of stuff and 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 i think I, there's nothing wrong with that what i what i appreciate about jamie and, and at least the way we do it is um you know barrels are flipped around the glasses you know we feel you know, it's, it's a completely it's just you know it's the best barrel yeah and it has exactly. nothing to do with uh um and and so uh you know i i'm feel I feel pretty good about the fact that you know every time we kind of do it it's it's what at least what we thought was the best barrel not like I mean I've been to others and which is fine but it's like I think that's the best barrel but I really want this recipe and yeah it's like, well then you know the exercise has been kind of um <laughs> wish I'd known that going in you know because <laughs> I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit of credit here I think that's why I, for one, and so many others, trust your judgment when it comes to what comes out of Kentucky Owl. And 
we'll get we'll get to more of it later. Like some of the I wouldn't call it controversy. I would call it you mean you've you've caught some flack recently from different people about confiscated. But um, I trust what you do. I think what you do is fantastic, and I like hearing too that that extends not just to your own products, but to say you're picking a barrel for a store or for the inn or whatever. It's just about what's good or really good or what's the best at that time as opposed to, you know, trying to complete your collection. You know, I mean, I, I that's a very nice compliment. And I, and I, I really, I, I mean, I appreciate that. And I, um, I take pride in that, to be quite honest. Sure. Um, the, the, the flip side of that is that, and I, you know, I've heard it a lot lately, like, oh, you took some heat or, you, you know, did you see what, and, and I, to be quite honest, I don't know what people said about it. Sure. And I don't really care. Um, and, uh, you know, my, I quit looking at that stuff a long time ago I, uh, yeah. because I don't, whether and 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 this is God, this is gonna sound really lame, but like this, this is like this is a lesson that I I try to you know share with my children. This is kind of how I try to operate both in business at Bowen Inn and Kentucky Out, whatever is you know. Um, I just gotta I, I'm just gonna be me. Yeah. I've got to be me. And, Absolutely. And I at the end of the day, all I care about is making sure that I'm proud of what I've done, what I've produced, the team I lead. Uh, the the team we've built the um, the product that we're putting out there um, that's it that that's really it like I, yeah. I I don't I'm not making bourbon for uh, for you know people who just like to be negative I'm not and, and I could I, I have no I couldn't care any less <laughs> um, you know I'm not I'm never going to put out something I don't believe in. I'm never going to be a part of something that I wouldn't put my name on. I'm never going to do yeah. something. That, and, 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 and that, that's what, uh, you know, that, that's it. That's it yeah. for me. And, and, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I've heard, or, you know, people, I, Oh, did you see what I can, you know, who, these, who are these people anyway? But, you know, it's, you know, and it's like, I, so what? Like yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm flattered that they took the time to, you know, that, that that's great. That's yeah. great. You know, I mean, I, they, they took the time to, to research something and, and I make no bones. If, if I can talk about it, I talk about it. You know, sure. I, I love all this stuff as if we, we don't disclose, you know, age and blah, 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 blah. And, and I don't, I can take my soapbox on, on age statements if you want me to, but, um, you know, we, we made Might it, touch on it. Yeah. We made it very clear. I mean, you know, this, this confiscated is, Five, nine, ten, and twelve-year-old distillates, mm-hmm. four different mash bills. I mean, I, you know, that's that's not top secret. Yeah. Um, you know, the bulk of that, based on um, the way it was made available to me, I don't know the specific mash bill. Sure. And I didn't buy it because of a mash bill. You I didn't authorize it. a purchase. I, I authorized a purchase of it because it was good, and I thought I could do something with it. Yeah. Um, so. You know, that, I, I, but that whole thing, did you see what somebody said? You know, I, no. And I couldn't No, give, and you don't care. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Let's talk to, we'll shift gears a little bit. Um, you're, you're 
blending process, I mean, you, you touched on it just a hair there, that you're, you're basing it off of what is good. So are you finding, say, you know, you get one barrel from one distillery and you say, this has a really good note in it, but it's lacking something. And then you go to another distillery that says, this has what the other one was lacking. You know, is what, what is your process kind of I like wish, when you play? Uh, what I have learned and, and learned, but also... You know, and that was that was part of you know part of the development of all this and what we were doing and how we were doing it. One of the things that was cool about um, and a tough lesson is that in, in when you're when you're blending, two plus two doesn't make four. Sure. Um, this this lot of this distillate has this great front end, you know, syrupy sweetness, but the back end is a little bit, uh, tannic or bitter or mm-hmm. whatever. So naturally you think, Oh, okay. If I just add some of this stuff that has this really super spicy, you know, lengthy finish, then there'll be this great marriage of sweetness on the front end and spice on the back end. And yeah. that never happens. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a challenge all in. And then what's, what's interesting is, uh, a lot of the stuff that, that I've, I'm playing with now, um, cause you're still working on batch nine, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, but you know, you have, um, certain things like i've got some it's 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 phenomenal i I love the stuff it's about seven years old right now it's been two and a half years in uh new oak a second time and it was a custom char uh on the barrel that we had done like it's super cool but it's intense it's like really intense so a little bit of it goes a long way yeah and so you know creating these blends where uh, the best part of that is is a component, but it doesn't completely overpower everything. Is you know, it, it's like we walk a really fine line between too much, not enough, and and how it balances with with other stuff. I mean, it, it's it, it's not. I I'm sure that I probably should have a more scientific approach, but I'm that's not me. I mean, I, you sure. know, I, we just kind of. Um, you're wandering. So to, to that point though, like how do you know when to proof down? Cause last time I was here, I tried, um, rye batch two mm-hmm. at what was at that point cask strength. Okay. And it got proofed down once it actually hit the bottle. So what was it about the cast strength version that you said something's got to give and you proofed it down a little bit? Yeah, I, I think, um, that rye at and the difference is, you know, I'll proof the rye down. Batch number nine and and batches one through eight have all been barrel proof. Yeah. So you know, there's there's two different and 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 honestly, the rye. While I love, excuse me, that rye at, at barrel proof. Um, it when you proof it down just a little bit, um, it takes a lot of the back end off and makes the front end a little more approachable yeah and then you get too low and then the front end's gone altogether and then it just ends up being pine tall or whatever but it's like (laughs) trying to find that sweet spot where um it doesn't completely overpower so much that it that all you think about is finish 
So you take it down far enough to where you can get uh, some of those good aged barrel notes, the sweet notes on the, uh, you know, and, and, and then, and then have that finish. So yeah. that, that's the point of, but with the, with the rye, you know, the rye is, is we, I put it together and then um, kind of find, and I, you know, when I find it, I'll, I always, I never, de, you know, decide, oh, this is going to be the rye at barrel proof. And then I start proving, you know, so you're kind of putting it together and then you, um, but all the time you're kind of, I always kind of look at it in, you know, around that 110 range. And so when, then when I'm, when I'm happy with what we've got, um, I, I'll usually, you know, take, take it and split it into about at barrel proof into about six to eight containers, yeah. um, add varying levels of water, uh, and then taste all of them blind four or five times, um, over the course of a couple of weeks and, and, and keep, you know, record of my notes and, and, and kind of where I gravitate towards and, and, sure. and, and more often than not, I don't, I don't really need the notes because you know, all the, all the bottles started, uh, with the same level and, uh, a few of them end up lower than the others. And it's kind of <laughs> like, Oh, I wonder, I wonder oh, why that happened. Whoops. Um, and, and so, I mean, you know, rye three is, I'm excited about rye three. Rye three has got a, um, it's, it's 114 proof. Yeah. We tried it at uh, we try that? Whiskey Whiskey Weekend, so. I'm okay. pretty sure. I think. I think we did. I think, I think we, we did. did too. Yeah. It was in that, yeah, it was in that flight that you, you mm, had okay. for us. Yeah. So I just poured a, another Dusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Old Heaven Hill uh, bottled and bottled. Oh, that's just butterscotch. Oh, all the way through. There's a little bit of like greenery on there too. but Greenery. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm turning Fred Minnick with, I'm with some of my descriptions. <laughs> You know what Fred Minnick did to me the other day? This Please is tell. freaking awesome, by the yeah. way. Now, there is greenery on the back end of this. Mm-hmm. Or like a, kind of a, yeah, it's like an evergreeny kind of yeah. thing. Um, long story short, we're on this pa- Fred's moderating this panel in that's a Louisville. Good, that's a good way to start this story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and, and I don't know if I'm... I'm, I'm anyway, it, it was... So there was a representative... Fr- so... Let's just say representatives from two of the major distilleries, and then me. <laughs> and and so he Fred, rolled his eyes when he said me. By the yeah, way, yeah. So Fred is, is fantastic, and I know Fred very well. Yeah. We give, there's a lot of good back and forth, and but Fred, uh, Fred, his question for you know about midway through the thing was he said so you know a lot of the big producers and and the big. Um, there's a lot of investment in, in the cannabis industry. And, you know, so he asks, he asks one guy, he's like, how, you know, from, from your all's perspective, how does potential legalization of, you know, or whatever, it has that effect. And, you know, there was a very, um, very good kind of stock. I don't mean to call it a corporate answer, but it's like, we feel like this and our numbers are this and blah, blah, you know? And, yep. and so he, Fred goes to the next guy and he was like, now with, with your kind of focus on, um, on what's, what's taking place here in the U S and growing your U S brand, you know, and it was still very much like, well, you know, we feel like we're just, um, you know, we're part of, you know, what's going on and we're, we're really happy with our growth and we, you know, we feel like our customers are dedicated and yada, yada, yada. Right. And Fred looks at me and he goes, so Dixon, <laughs> When was the last time you smoked weed? <laughs> <laughs> I could just hear uh, uh, Fred's 
and he Fred's the cadence. whole time like <laughs> I can see like he is he is building up to this and, and he he asked that question oh and with such joy <laughs> and, he, and just waiting to see me squirm and and I'm like I you know in my mind I'm like man there's there's several ways to go about this. And I just, I, the only thing I think to do that wouldn't get me in a lot of trouble was look at him. And I just, I looked at him and I said, you mean today? <laughs> and, and that was, <laughs> that was, that was, that was, that was interesting. Fred's cadence and way he, in, in, in the way that he asks questions like that, it's, it's kind of alarming. Uh, like I, you're never expecting it. I knew something was coming. I mean, I, I looked over and he kind of got this big smile on his face when he said, so Dixon. And I was like, this, and this here we go. ought to be It's good. like everything slows down. Yeah. It's like, where was the last Well, time? here's the thing. Um, our, the, the head of human resources for Stoli Group is in the, in the audience. Uh, like, I mean, there's some, there's some big time people that come in and I'm just, you know, I'm here, I'm thinking, oh, you know. <laughs> I, Go easy, Fred. You know, because normally I would have fired off something even worse than that, but I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I tried to play it relatively safe. <laughs> anyway, this Heaven Hill—it's like it, it's a total turn from the the turkey, mm-hmm. and it it just it doesn't quite coat the tongue in the way that the turkey does. But I think that it's a more of an immediate delivery in terms of for sure. What I, you're but I think that's the sweetness, like is a, oh, yeah. more of a sweetness there. But the 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 finish of this turns more minty than um, peppery or spicy, yeah, like the absolutely. turkey. Like it, 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 it's kind of a cool. It's like juicy fruit gum turns to Wrigley's uh, <laughs> Wrigley's spearmint. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good tasting note or no, uh, I like it. <laughs> Write that down. Get rid of your greenery shit. Listen. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so I, I want to ask you too. I, I've been thinking about this recently. I've been thinking about you too, Perry. Oh, Dixon. Yeah. I'm blushing now. <laughs> um, you've spent now a good deal of time actually in the bourbon industry. How has your personal experience with building a brand, building just basically a flavor profile that you like, or a varying flavor profile depending on batches, how has your experience changed the way that you view the bourbon industry as a whole? Do you find yourself kind of critiquing different brands a little bit more or differently than you may have before? Or what? what how do you... No, I mean, I, I don't, you, you, you say I've been in this industry for a while. I've been in this industry for a millisecond, you know, as compared to, that's fair, um, to, to others. And, 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 and I, I know that. You know, there's the, people know about this this investment in this distillery. We've talked about all that. Yeah, but that in no way, shape, or form gives anyone any more credibility than uh, what what you just did or what you've accomplished. And and while 
I do, while I personally am very proud of what I have accomplished, um, it is nothing in relation to, you know, what, what's been done or what's out there. And, and I, you know, I, I'm, I am, I am flattered and honored and, and truly thankful, you know, for not only the opportunity to be included in some of the things that take place in the bourbon industry, but, but at least to be recognized as someone who has maybe done something in the bourbon industry. But, I know my place. I, I know mm-hmm. who I am and I know who I'm not. And I'm not the likes of a lot of those icons that have been doing this for a long, long, long time. And I would be, um, you know, I, I would be stupid to act like, uh, I'm, I'm among them or one of them. You know, I have, I have an experience. It's a, it's a, a relatively brief experience in comparison and, um, I don't, you know, the only, the only thing that I can do again, not to beat a dead horse, but the, the only thing I can do is, is try to represent myself, um, in, in, yeah. in the best way I can, I can represent myself. And, and that's just to keep, um, you know, stay true to what I, what I want to do and what I want to be and, and, and not, uh, you know, I, I would, I, I, I never, I, I, I can't and don't want to and, and refuse to ever, um, you know, put myself in a position to act like I think I'm somebody other than, than this, you know, you know I, I, I'm fortunate, I, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, it's been a great time, a great opportunity. Uh, but you know, I, I know exactly who I am. I know exactly where I came from. I know yeah. that there are a lot of people who have done a heck of a lot more than me, who have made much greater impacts than me. Um, I still, um, have the deepest respect for those people and, and would never, ever, um, say that I belong, you know, in, in, on, you know, the same level as, as a lot of those people. I mean, I, um, yeah, it's great. I've had a blast. I'm, I have a blast every day. Um, and, and still get weirded out from time to time. Sure. But, um, but you know, I'm, I, 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 there's a, a whole lot more that I, I would like to do before I ever consider myself, you know, some important person in this industry. This industry is is still um, has some giants in it that that you know I deeply admire and respect. Yeah. I think that was about the humblest way you could have <laughs> possibly answered that, and it <laughs> <that> was nice. <laughs> Hey, you want something completely different now? Sure. We've moved on from the, the dusty category of what I brought. This is just in, uh, an off-the-shelf New Riff single barrel. Still oh, wait, it. no. I grabbed the wrong bottle. This is just the bottled and bond. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Here, wait I a minute. Brought, I brought the wrong bottle. Okay. Oh, hey, I know that pick. It's Riff Flare. Yeah. Yeah, Kentucky Supply and Demand did it. Did we do this? No, did we, we haven't had it yet. Did we this last time? No. Well, here, open that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we had Kentucky Supply and Demand on the show um, recently. It's Casey, Casey Bright. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure that's how you got this bottle. Yes, Casey. Um, we've done. Casey's a, a, a veteran Dixon Deadman 
um, <laughs> taster. He's come down for several. I was going to say, he's been down here a lot since, uh, since Whiskey. We kind of have some mutual friends, and, and they, you know, they, they, they come down. So, um, And actually, I think that, yeah, the last time we did a tasting, I think he gave me this one. Uh-huh. And I was tasting it the other day against, um, but I, I may have another one of these. Really? Yeah. It's very marshmallow heavy on the nose. That's the immediate note that I pick up. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's very s'moresy. Which is super different for uh for for a new riff pick, I would say. I'm 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 kind of upset that I brought this I accidentally brought the bottle and bond and not the single barrel that I was hoping you could uh, well, try, but I mean, it did. I mean, we get to drink this instead. They're making good whiskey. Oh, they absolutely are, and I'm excited to this see where bottle. they where they go beyond four year old products. I mean, seeing it, seeing it in you know even five years, six years, I think it's going to be a really interesting experiment, just to see what craft distilleries can be when they kind of put their nose to the grindstone and. <laughs> give it the time that it deserves. You know, I cannot argue that at all. I here's the thing that I personally believe um not to get on, you know, but I I I don't think that you can or you have to say that they've only got they've got three or four more years and then it's going to be something special. I mean, sure. Um, and I think based on kind of the new, the new model of, and, and the way, you know, I mean, there's some, there's some freaking amazing stuff coming out of these distilleries at five years old, six years old with insane complexity. And, and just, I mean, you know, I, 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 some of the stuff they're doing, some of these, I mean, it's just, it's really exciting. Um, and I don't, I, I, I often, I don't oftentimes agree and I shouldn't say I disagree, but you know, like I don't, I, I, I don't think it's got to be like, like people are like, Oh, can you imagine how good this is going to be at 10? Well, at 10, it may, you know, I, sure. I'm, I'm not, I got 10 year old barrels that I, I've got five year old barrels that beat the brakes off of 10 year old barrels. And, and I mean, I think, you know, it, it again, it, there's a lot of factors that go into that, but, yeah. um, but I don't, I don't think we all have to sit back and wait, you know, another three, four years for these guys to do some great stuff. Cause I mean, I think they're doing some great stuff. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, no, sure. it absolutely does. That's a that's a really interesting way of of looking at it, and I I think that I fall kind of victim to the it's great but mm-hmm. mindset, and I I think that you know if if four years from now we're still getting four year old age statements from New Riff, and it's the same quality. I won't be upset about it. No. I don't see there any reason to right. to be upset about it because it is a really quality product. It's just this like I think there's something ingrained in the human psyche. No, I get it. And and to your point, like there's absolutely nothing, 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 nothing to be um 
you know, ashamed of saying, I love this at four, but I'm excited about trying it at eight. Mm-hmm. Like there, that's, there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. I mean, I, I, I didn't mean to like, no, not shoot at all. that no, I, concept I, down or whatever. I think but. it's a, an interesting aspect of the conversation to say, you know, how, how are we really viewing the whiskey industry, the bourbon industry right now? Um, especially at a time where there aren't a whole lot of age statements on bottles. Um, you know, how does that affect our perception of what's coming out right now? What will be coming out in a couple of years time? Well, I, I mean, I, I'm going to say something that's probably going to be very controversial and, and probably get me in trouble. Here we but, go. You know, whatever. All right. Hot takes with Dixon. I, my, here's what I've decided. Um, we've reached a point this this bourbon community, the bourbon consumers, the you know, and and it's a very select group of them. But we reached the point where it's more important to everybody, not everybody, a lot, or a select few. Let's just say that. Yeah. To uh, to sound like an authority. Mm-hmm. To to have some sort of opinion that stands above and beyond everybody else's. Yeah. And unfortunately, the way we go about doing that is is to kind of is to use a negative approach. And to say you know, it's not people right now don't want to say, "You know what? This freaking bottle is good and I like it." And 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 I I I enjoy drinking it yeah. and I look forward to drinking it. Instead, we're at a point where we have to say to sound a little a little bit more authoritative and and, and as if we, you know, know more than other people, we have to say, you know what? I really like this bottle. But Yeah. It's the but I, I wish it was six yeah. years old and 118 <laughs> proof. Well, you know what? Yeah. It's not. Like and and, and it doesn't it, it, or I really like this bottle, but the 2015 was better. You know, I, I mean, it's just like, why, why do we have to have the butt? Like, why can't you say, you know what, this is, this is, I, um, and I get it. There's a lot of that. I mean, it's, you know, and then you start, this is a price and then there's, well, I wish it was this. I wish it had this age statement. I wish it had gone this way. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just nice to say, you know what, this isn't the best thing I've ever had. But it's good. Yeah, I like it. I could drink it, and I don't like. We don't need the butt. You sound a little bit like you're airing personal grievances, like an old man get off my lawn. No, kind of thing. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like you're you're speaking from a little bit of experience and from seeing from kind of the inside out. Because I mean, there have been a lot of people who have said Kentucky Owl Confiscated is good, but. You know, but there's no age statement. You find me but the last time no... somebody now isn't saying that about like, oh, this Pappy twenty that's twenty eighteen is good, but yeah, I mean it's it, it 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 yeah, I mean, but I don't, I don't, I I don't. It, it's I mean, of course, I can apply it to myself. Yeah. Um, but I'm a whiskey guy first and foremost. Like I I, I love I love different bourbons. I love trying things. I love, um, and and. You know, it, this Four Roses, whatever that we picked, is great, but mm-hmm. um, it's not as good as they used to be three years ago. You know, I mean, it's all of that stuff. It's just, it, there has to, it, it's a... 
I think that it's there. There is when when talking about you know products now versus products then. I think there may be maybe a little bit of validity to that. And the reason that I say that is because there is the potential for, say, you know, 20 years ago, Wild Turkey was putting out a specific product that had, you know, these certain qualities to it that were exquisite at the time, really good, and, you know, but now they've changed the way that they make it, and, you know, it's still good, but it's not as good as that. And I think that what, what I'm getting at is that it's a matter of thinking about the, the quality and the process behind the quality. And so while I don't disagree with you, because I, I, I definitely don't, I think that there is still some aspect of that argument I, I don't, that can be I, valid. I do not disagree with that yeah. at all. Um, as a matter of fact, I, you know, I think that's incredibly valid and, 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 and legitimate. The fact of the matter is, it is what it is. Sure, um, absolutely. And and I mean, I, 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 I just you know sometimes it's like we should judge these you know bottles based on their merit, yeah, good or bad, yeah. Um, and and like forget the butt. Sure. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I absolutely. Mean, I, you know, um. That, that that's all. I mean, I you know, I, I I don't mean to like you know act, act like I've you know I, I I just I remember when this is before Kentucky Owl, and maybe I'm jaded. Like maybe I maybe I'm and and, and that's that's understandable. I, I I probably shouldn't argue that either. But I remember when. Um, People were excited to try things, and people were excited to talk about how much they enjoyed new things. And it wasn't. It 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 was it, it was it was about the merits of what was in that bottle. And you, there, you know, everybody didn't. Um, everybody didn't create these benchmarks that yeah. that really you know, don't have a lot of, lot of legitimacy, you know, do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I do. I do. And I think, I, I, I think about this, this weird state that the, the craft bourbon industry is in right mm -hmm. now too, where, you know, you, you can come out with a product at four years old, hundred proof, single barrel, whatever, you know, and, it can either perform really well or it's just going to fall flat on its face. Yeah. And I think that it seems like nine times out of 10, the, the, the ones that are overpriced way too young have turned people off from the, the craft industry. So when we get bottles like new riff, when we get bottles like wilderness trail and they're exceptional for a, a craft distillery product, it changes the way that we think about what we're buying and what we're consuming, you know, because if, if there is one distillery out of 10 that's putting out something really great and the other nine just straight up suck, I mean, what, what, what is your vantage point then? That is, 
that is an incredibly good point. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, point taken. Like, I, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I'm thinking about this all wrong. I, I guess, I guess for me, um, whether it's bourbon that I've created or my friends have created, sure, or people that I admire have created, or whatever, like, um, I, I, I would, I just almost like. Can we just talk about what it is and not the butt? That's fair. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, like, I, I, I totally understand I, that and agree I, with you. And I, I, I get it. I get it that that like there's something to be said for lining up six four year old or ten year old or six bottles in the same price point yeah. and deciding which one you like the best or, or whatever. And I, there's nothing. I, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And I, I certainly uh, understand the argument of I could buy this at this price point or I could buy X, Y, and Z at the exact same price point. And, um, I'm going to buy this because, because I think it's better than, than those things. But and that's legit. Yeah. I get that hundred percent. That's just, just the way, I mean, that's the way we work, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, it, there's, you know, in that same vein too, you think about, well, I could spend $60 on one bottle or I could spend $60 on three bottles mm-hmm. that are each $20 piece. Get it. You know, For sure. I, I mean, if it, I, it, it's such a simple kind of overused statement in my, in my vernacular, but you like what you like. And I think, I think that's valid and you don't like what you don't like. I mean, th- there are plenty of bourbons that I don't like that other people love. Right. I won't name names, but there, there are just those that I'm like, I can never drink this. I don't want to drink this. I would rather spend you know, half the money on say just a bottle of one hundred and one, mm-hmm. or Elijah Craig or something, something else, you know? So it, it, I feel like it's a really interesting time and kind of a tumultuous time in the bourbon industry and in the consumer market yeah. as well. But I, I like though, and I think it's interesting to see you in particular affiliated with a brand like Kentucky Owl now, you know, associated with the, the Stoli brand as well, sticking to your guns, right? Cause that's what you've done. You've stuck to your guns. Well, I'm going to, st- I'm, you know, I'm going to stick to my guns. And yeah. if that, you know, if, if, if sticking to my guns means that, you know, they say, thank you. We don't need you anymore because you know, you, because of those guns you have or whatever, then, you know, that's, that's their problem. But I, I, you know, and I, I've, gosh, all of a sudden I'm like, man, am I all of a sudden sounding like some whiny, snotty, you know, whatever. I, I, I just, um, and I don't really care. I mean, I, I appreciate the people that really enjoy confiscated and confis- you know, I, I don't, me. I, I don't, I don't care. This is my second bottle. I like it, <laughs> which I'm definitely going to get you to sign here. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but I don't, I, you know, people aren't going to like it. It's not for everybody. I, yeah. you know, it's, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, and you know what? New riff, people are going to love new riff and people are, some people are not. And people are going to love Wilderness Trail, and some people are not. And and people are going to love Peerless, and some people are not. And yeah. people are going to love Willa, and some people are not. Yeah. And that's fine. 
that is totally fine. And it's valid to judge things and make, make calls on things based on what else is available, what else is out there, what else, you know, but, um, but I do, I do, there are a lot of times I wish that a little more attention was given to the, the merits of what these people have produced and put together and put in a bottle and what it is without immediately going outside that bottle yeah. and trying to, you know, come up with why it, it, why you shouldn't like it as much because it's not this, that, or the other. I think that... Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And I, I think that brings validity to blind tastings mm-hmm. as well because you are, you are removing any preconceived notions about what the bottle might be, what your experience with it is, what your experience is with other bottles. It, it just offers you the opportunity to approach it from as neutral a position sure. as you possibly can. And I, you find me somebody that's participated in a blind tasting and has not been shocked yeah. by what they've found yeah. based on the lack of knowledge uh-huh. of what they're tasting. Right. They, they, those people don't exist. <laughs> you know, and no one, no one goes into a blind tasting and finishes it and goes, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. There's all, I mean, no, I shouldn't say no one, but there's I always mean, we, a, we have to talk about Bearded Dram saying, yeah, that's 2018 George C. Stagg during the, the yeah. Whiskey Weekend. Guys tasting. got game, man. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty intense. But yeah, I see. I I totally understand what you're saying. Is that I think he cheated, by the way. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, uh, you've been called out. Yeah, if you I'll, want to defend yourself, man, call in I'll to hear the about show. That. <laughs> this new riff pick, though, is fabulous, and I I really think that Casey and everybody over at Kentucky Supply and Demand did a great job with picking it. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. This is a badass bottle of whiskey. Yeah. And I could drink this. Yeah. I could drink a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And I would share it with people, and I would be like, here's something really cool. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, I don't, it's fine. It's fine if other people, but like, like that, that's just it. Like, I don't, I, there doesn't need to be a, However, or yeah. but, or whatever. Like, yeah. let's just say it. You know, it's like this. I this one I don't like. Why? Yeah. Not because you know. I just don't like it. Yeah, this, I do that. I like. I do that thing though, where I get a, a bottle that I'm really, really excited about, oh, yeah. or that other people are really excited about. And I mean, of course, I open it, and then I just I share it around like exponentially. So, and A, it's because I want other people to try it. Mm-hmm. B, it's just because I'm excited about it, and I, I want to give it the time to, you know, allow for me to be excited about it, too. And I wind up with, you know, like my, my first bottle of Confiscated, I probably knocked out, like, maybe a half of the bottle in, like... You and Cletus? Yeah, me and Cletus. Cletus had a straw. Um, but we probably knocked it out in, like two weeks because I was just so excited to have other people get the experience of trying it. And I, I find so much joy in sharing with other people and sharing bottle, just, just something that I love with other people. And the same goes for, for confiscated. I think it's a fabulous bottle of whiskey. 
I, you know, and I've told you this before, and this is kind of my... I, I love... I, I love to kind of create the, you know, yeah. I, I love the kind of therapeutic part of, of the blending. And I, I, I enjoy, there are lots, there are a lot, there's a lot of things about, you know, working with Kentucky Owl that I, that I enjoy, but there is nothing, nothing that I, you know, the, the, the icing on the cake for me, like the n- number one, um, is, is being a part of uh, of something that you know a special occasion, um, a commemoration of an event, yeah. a you know, a, a, or or of or just you know, we I I have yet to, and I know this, like I don't make an everyday bourbon. Our our price dictates that, you know. I mean, it, it, that's the way it works, and 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 I get that. Like I don't. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit offended um, sometimes when I understand that people are like, oh, they're so out of touch. Like, I, confiscate is expensive. It's freaking expensive. And it, you know, and and I get it. And, and I you don't. don't you, when when you say that, you don't sound like you. I I, I don't want to put you on on the spot with this. And we but we've talked about it before a little bit on the show. When you say that, you sound like you're upset with that, or it bothers you. Well, I think the part that bothers me most is that, is that there. I mean, here I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because I, I know, just a second it, ago I act like I don't care, but the one thing I do care about is, is if there's ever a perception that 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 Dixon thinks. 125 bucks for a bottle of bourbon is just somebody's everyday Tuesday whiskey. I mean, I, I am honored that it took you cause two weeks to finish that bottle is, I, I know that's not a two week bottle. That's not a one week bottle. And I mean, maybe I'm talking like somebody who drinks way too much, but I know what one week bottles look like. I know what three day bottles. Well, look sure. Like. And like it, I I want to put this into perspective for you when it's a when it's a two week bottle. And and when I say two weeks, I'm not saying that it's completely done in two weeks, but it's about halfway. No, to No, I wasn't accusing three. you of having any type of problem <laughs> or anything like that. I, mean, I, I wasn't. I'm just. I'm what I, what I'm saying is that I I liken that to what happens if I get a bottle of BTAC. Mm-hmm. Or on the off chance that a Van Winkle drops into my lap or whatever. I, it just, it's something that I know people want to try and I want to present them with the opportunity. No, I, and I love to try that. that. I think that's, that is, I mean, that, that's amazing as far as I'm concerned that, that you would be willing to share that because I know that's not a, um, you, that, that's, that's not a $20 bottle. That's a lot of money. That's an investment. That's, yeah. you know, and, and I know that. And, and like I, the, one of the biggest things, one, one of the only things that's bothered me about the response we've gotten from confiscated was if anybody ever thought that I had any notion that this was positioned as just like a casual everyday thing. And I know it's not, it's a special occasion bottle. That's still a special occasion price. Yeah. That's, um, and I get that. 
and I'm not, you know, I'm not angry about where it's priced. I know what it has to be priced at because the way we do things is not cheap. Sure. Um, you know, but I, and I don't, I don't want people thinking that I, you know, it's like, Oh, those guys think 125 bucks is pocket change to people. It's not, it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but, but the best part about all of it, about being where we, we are positioned and, and, and based on the quality of the liquid that at least I think that I'm producing is that people buy it because they, they want it to be a part of something special for them when, you know, when that occasion presents itself. And, you know, the, you get a, you get a note that says, Hey, you know, um, we just lost, you know, my dad today and he was a big bourbon fan. And so we opened this bottle of confiscated and that's what we use to toast, you know, that, that's it. That's a, you know, that, that, that means more to me. I, I, Give me that over the highest marks from Fred Minnick any day of the week. I love Fred, but th- you know, being a part of something special for people, we just, you know, uh, just my son was born, and and you know, I mean, it, it, and the people that I continue to meet and continue to spend time with, and then you, you know, they they share with share those stories and stuff. I mean, that that's it. That that's the best part about it. Is you know, you the fact that you were. You thought enough of that bottle of confiscated to to share it with your friends or people that you know. That's that, that's that's all I need. You know that that's all yeah. I need to to make sure that uh, I stick to my guns. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, like, to wrap it, you know, to to come back. But like yeah. you, know, you talk about sticking to my guns. Like those are the things that that make it important to me to stick to my guns. Yeah. And I think that's why. So, <laughs> yeah, this is a Knob Creek single barrel that's 14 years old. Um, it's from the folks over at the Speakeasy, Wisconsin. Um, great group of guys. Speakeasy, Wisconsin. Are you in that group on Facebook? I don't think so. I'll add you. <laughs> I'm sure that you're going to have to go through an extreme vetting process to be a part of it, though. Well, just tell me where to send the blood and urine samples. <laughs> and all. That's I mean, I, we we do have to ask you when the last time you smoked weed was. So <laughs> you mean today? <laughs> this is another one of those bottles where I just wanted to share it around with people mm-hmm. because I found it to be something special. I found it to be unique in even in just the realm of Knob Creek single barrel picks. I have had so I, I said for a long time. Uh, early last year, I went on a Knob Creek pick for um, Liquor Barn. And one of the bourbons that we picked, we picked two bourbons and two ryes. One of the bourbons that we picked came out of the barrel at 14 years old and 121 proof. So they only had to add like a gallon of water right. to it to proof it down to 120. And for the longest time, I said, this is the best Knob Creek pick I think I've ever had. Regardless of, you know, my, my inclusion in the situation, this dethroned it. This is definitely the best Knob Creek pick that I've ever had. 
And I don't know how you feel about it. Well, You're taking a lot of time with it. I, I am. And, and you I'm, know why? I'm enjoying because... this too because I get to see your process as you... As you uncover, yeah. So this. what I what I find remarkable about this, um, and and maybe I'm, but there's so much in the nose. That, I mean, not a bad thing, but like the 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 nose and the taste are not. They're 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 really. I agree. Not similar. Yeah. I, and I, like, they're both phenomenal. Like I smelled this and I was like, good Lord, this is <laughs> crazy. It almost has a certain like back to that dusty quality to yeah, it. Like, it really it, does. It, it has a bit of that like kind of butter, scotchy, like, yeah. but then you taste it and it, and, and, and like, it's a, and oh, it's, not, it's totally it's different. It's totally not beanie. It's totally not. I mean, it's, I, I, you, if you had poured this for me blind, a, a bean product, Knob Creek, would have been at the very end of what I would have thought. Of what would you've put this in? Because I kind of, this makes me think a little bit of Booker's. I I think of I more know. recent releases of Booker's, and this is in the same wheelhouse. Because I mean, I just had the 2019 the shiny barrel batch last night, and it was phenomenal and kind of on the same spectrum that this is. Too, in terms of some of the darker notes that are present on the palette. Hmm. Okay. I um, mean, I, if it, in it, what it, this reminds me of something in that same age range, like a 14, 15 year old Willet. Like, that's what I would have thought oh, wow. this would have been. I, I, yeah. Um, Coveted. That That's where I go. Cause there's like this kind of, for me, like in my mind, it's kind of a grapey thing at the end of it. Like it's like great. It's like red grape. Like red. Yeah. I don't. I just think of things like it. Know. Yeah. Like in more of a fruity. It, it's like a red fruity, dark red fruity kind of plummy red grapey. Yeah. Kind of. In kind of a like a wine ish way, mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, the oak is there, but it's not. It's not like sweet oak notes. It's more of like woody oaky notes. Yeah. Um, that's, and there's a hell of a lot going on there. Yeah, and I mean, I when when I first got this bottle, I thought, how do we get more of those? Yeah, really. Well, you can't right Dear now. Dear friends so. in Wisconsin, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, did new members get get a bottle automatically? Like, if you add me, uh, they I automatically. Think, send I think me you in. might have um you might <laughs> you might have preference over. Other, I'm just kidding. I doubt it. Um, but I, I thought, what was this at cast strength? This was like 136, I think, was at cast it? strength. So that's a, a good deal of water to have mm-hmm. been added to get to the 120 point. I wonder what the. I, I wonder if this at that proof point wasn't just dominated by the back end. You know what I mean? Like I wonder sure, if, you, yeah. if you missed some of the. Because we are, yeah. Because we're talking about a lot of the the finish on this one. Um, but man, it's no, it's solid. It really is. Well, I. Th- we're running a little bit short on time, um, and I don't I don't mean to rush through too much of what we had originally planned to talk about, which was confiscated in Rye Batch Three, um, and a little bit of. Did we talk about that? Nine. I can't remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it a little bit, but I I'll just I'll, I'll offer this up to you. What excites you um, about what you're doing with the Kentucky Owl brand 
right now. It confiscated Rye Batch 3, Bourbon Batch 9. Well... I know it's a broad question. No, 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 it, no. It's 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 legitimate. Um, confiscated. Confiscated has become the like. It's exciting to kind of create something um, that that is a little bit kind of different, and I mean it's in the same same house and under this, you know, and and, and it's, but it. it we 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 can um it's just going to more markets so it's um it's kind of and I, I, because I, I i run the risk of sounding again i don't mean to sound like i i don't understand that it's but it it's a little I don't mean to say it's more affordable, but I think it's going to be more available. I'd say Does it's that, more affordable based on the price. Yeah, yeah but, but, but I mean, I don't, I run the risk of sounding like I'm acting like that. It's just like everybody's running yeah. around with that kind of money in their pocket. But, um, you know, it's cool to, to say, to, to get the note from somebody that says, I've been looking for Kentucky Owl forever and it's never been here. Yeah. And now my local got three bottles and they saved me one. Yeah. And, and I was able to get my hands on it. And that's, that's super cool to me. And then with Rye three, I mean, I, I've said this before, like I think Rye three is going to blow people's minds. Having tried it and having loved both Rye batches one and two, I think batch three is easily the best. I think out of what you Rye got right three now. is going to be uh, um, pretty special. And then batch number nine is nebulous. Um, <laughs> what's that? Nebulous. Yeah, I mean, batch number nine is proving to be a real challenge. Interesting. And I don't know if it's because. I'm just pickier or if it's because, um, because of all the stuff I've got going on, like it's harder to find the time to sit down and, you know, get into it. I mean, it's like you, you get in, you like, I get into that mode. Like I get into that, that mindset. Like I, you know, I, I it's, it's just a, um, I don't know. It's kind of zone out. Yeah. And and uh and 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 I love it. And it's one of my favorite things to do. Um but it, it, the <laughs> the more that I have going on like the harder it is to find like 3 hours to just get in there and and really work and yeah. or not work but play and you know <laughs> and and uh and and so um you know I got about I I my 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 target is is to you know to knock this out the next probably three to four weeks and and uh thankfully i'm i'm done with uh travel that uh again don't put the cart before the horse (laughs) well i I mean i think i think that's probably more important is knocking that out but um yeah but i'm i'm super excited about uh about about kind of because this is i'm i'm right now where it is right now is uncharted territory for me i mean it is 
It I'm, sounds like it's a little daunting for you. No, I, I'm just playing with. I mean, I, like it, it's kind of it's it's cool, <laughs> but it's um, I I just you know I got some stuff in there right now and I'm kind of tweaking it, but I I, I love where it's going, but it's going to be a very unique yeah um, profile. It's based on some of the kind of crazy stuff that's so excited for it yeah it it, it it could be really cool or you hope it's really cool yeah or <laughs> you know you could shoot me a text a month from now and i'm like yeah i had to start all the way over and, and like, <laughs> i'm on a three-day bender good. trying to that's pull this good thing to, out. yeah really that's good to hear well we normally close out the show um by uh, uh, including a segment a segment rather called tips and bits where we recommend things. That it doesn't sounds weird. I'm, it does sound weird. Yeah. yeah, and I've had plenty of people say that sounds odd, and I say I know. Um, but we recommend things. It doesn't have to be bourbon related. Hmm. Oh, um, okay. okay. Yeah. So I thought this was like a plug for a strip club or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <What? laughs> Dang it! <laughs> you threw me off with that one, Dixon. <laughs> Do you have any? Do you have any recommendations this week? Ooh. Um, TV shows, music, you know, all oh, TV the, shows, the entire music. spectrum. I, do you know what I, um, what I watched? Have you seen, what's it called? Succession? Have you watched Succession no, on HBO? Uh-uh. Caught some of that on the airplane the other day. Yeah? Solid. I've heard that Chernobyl's really good, too. Uh, tried to watch that. Wi-Fi not good on the plane. I oh, tried I to thought watch maybe you on. just got really sad when you were watching it or something. No. Um, <laughs> and oh, let me give a shameless plug to my buddy. Oh, um, absolutely. Yes. So my, I have this great friend that I met when we were out in California. His name's Dan Dunn, and he write now he writes for the Rob Report. He used to write for, um, Playboy, but he wow. yeah and a bunch of other stuff. He so he's for he's, the articles, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, okay. yeah definitely for the articles, but. <laughs> Um, he, I read, I read his book. It's called American Wino. Okay. And he was dealing with all this crazy stuff in his life. So he basically packed his car up and he drove all over the U S and he drank wine and every like wine being made in every state, you know, and he, and, and that's pretty cool. It was like this kind of therapeutic journey for him. And the way he writes is just insane. And, and, um, he's, he, he is a Hunter S. Thompson protege, so that kind of comes wow. through in his writing and stuff like oh my that. Gosh. But Dan Dunn, Dan American Dunn. Okay. Wino, D U N N, and it it is like it's a it's like a belly laugher. Uh, some wow. of it, yeah. Check it out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna also recommend something to read, but it's because I'm a big nerd and I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I love comic books. Okay, I love comic books. There is a Spider-Man series out right now that is unbelievable. It's called Life Story. Uh-huh. And instead of... So I don't know what your understanding of comics are or is. Or I, I, you know, I'm still that dude. No kidding. I read the newspaper every morning. <laughs> That's read, awesome. I, and, I, and like, the, I, like you know, the, I, I read the... Like, not comic, but like I still like... The funnies. Read the comics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Comic books are famous for doing what they call the sliding time scale. So the the timeline is usually a lot more flexible. Mm-hmm. So like even though, you know, 
Captain America was woken up in the 60s and, you know, he still ex- basically exists in the 2000s. Um, they shift the story to where he was, you know, found in the, the early 2000s and now that it's 2019, he's still active and everything. It's all just kind of like truncated sure. well, more than anything. So, yeah. so this Spider-Man life story, though, it actually starts from when his first appearance was in 1962. And it follows what it would have been like if he had aged every decade along the way. So it starts in the 60s, and then 10 years later you pick up issue 2, it's the 70s. Issue 3 is the 80s, and it just goes on and on like that. And they're only four issues in, and it's maybe the best Spider-Man story I've ever read. That's super cool. It's really interesting to see him grow, not just as like you know a superhero but as a person too and like seeing the struggles that he goes through you know going from a 19 year old right now he's you know issue like i said issue four came out he's you know in his 50s now do they rate those things like are they rated as far as um quality no 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 no. like pg versus uh yeah they do they do um this i think is considered like 12 and up or 15 and up. Okay. I mean, there are... My son is a spider. He loves Spider-Man. Like, he... This would be... How old is he? Not 12. It would be a little over his head, I think, just in terms of, like, the concepts. Okay. Um, but I can definitely point you towards some Spider-Man no, comics say, no, that I, I, mean, he, I mean, he might like. like. step on that, but, like, it's kind of <laughs> like that. That's kind of, like, it's our thing. Like, we, you know, he gets into stuff, and so th- that's what we read at night. You yeah. Know, whatever, whatever he's into. It's cool. Um, but it, it, this is the same one that, you know, has that nose for whiskey already. So he, you know, I guess we're both kind of dorks. That's pretty awesome though. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for being on this week, Dixon. It's my pleasure. Yeah. I, I love having you on. We need to do, we should probably do like a quarterly episode or something with you. Sign now. me up. Yeah. Okay. The whiskey's good. And, you know, that's, yeah. That's I mean, I'm, I'm going to bring out all the stops for you to, <laughs> to try good stuff. Uh, where can people find you on social media if they would like to do that? I am, uh, of course, Facebook, Instagram is at the old owl. Twitter is at the old owl. Your um, Instagram has been freaking awesome since you've been in LA. <laughs> it's been really yeah, funny. It's awesome. Cool stuff in LA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got, it was super cool. They we went to Paramount and the guy was like, Oh, here, jump over there and, and, and take a picture. And I was like, what, what is that? He's like, that's the bench they filmed Forrest Gump on. Like, okay, cool. Huh, fair enough. All right. Um, if you want to follow me, I am at prader1492 on social media. If you'd like to follow up with the show, it is at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave us a five-star rate and review on iTunes. That really does help other people find the show. We're always about finding new listeners, of course. Bourbonshop.threadless.com is where you can find all of our apparel and merch. We've got a sale going up here very soon for just, yeah, just because. Because why not? Uh, let's see what else you can join the Facebook group. Uh, this is my bourbon group on Facebook. Uh, just search for that. We would be happy to add you in there if you are a listener of the show. And then of course, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast is where you can become a patron of the show for as little as a dollar a month. You get cool things like bonus episodes. You get some Patreon exclusive hangouts and live streams and stuff like that. And you get advanced notice of what's going on in the world of the actual podcast. Thank you all so much for listening this week. Dixon, again, thank you for being here, my friend. Let's not go three months without seeing each other again. Does that sound okay to you? Deal. (laughs) Great. 
All right. Well, I will see you next week. Thank you all again so much for listening. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my Bourbon Podcast.